Welcome to the weekly update, where we go in depth with a particular topic. And joining me today is workplace relations consultant Bree Marinia. Welcome, Bree. Thanks, Daniel. So, Bree, today we'll be uh, working through the second of our series of implementation podcasts for the Health and Allied Managers and Administrative Workers Agreement, which was voted up by eligible employees on the 16th of March this year. Yeah, that's right. But before we start, can you update members on where the agreement's up to? So members would know we lodged the agreement with the Fair Work Commission on the 17th of March 2022, and it was assigned to a member, Deputy President Masson, on the 22nd of March 2022. So that was a nice quick turnaround with respect to the assessment of that agreement from the uh, agreements assessment team. We're working with the member in addressing some of the Commission's questions that have arisen from that preliminary assessment. Before we start, could you update members on where we're at with the implementation journey for this agreement? So yes, yeah, so on screen we'll show a roadmap for the implementation uh, advice and those who are listening will talk through it. So on screen you can see there that the outcome of the vote was known on the 16th of March and we lodged the agreement the next day on the 17th of March. Uh, along with that on the 17th we issued the implementation guide and the salary circular. Uh, last week we also issued podcast or sorry week before last we issued uh, the podcast 216 which was discussing the implementation of the agreement itself and worked through the implementation guide. Uh, and we also had our implementation forum uh, today being the 1st of April, which, uh, and, and obviously today being the 1st of April, we this, today's the day that we've released this podcast, Podcast 218, uh, which is the management and admin uh, classification changes. Um, upcoming, we've got Podcast 220, which deals with the health and allied classification and other changes that occur from 1 July 2021. Uh, then Podcast 2022, uh, again, our very special Richie Benno podcast uh, will be the uh, classification changes effective from 1 July 2022. Uh, and then Podcast 2024 will be the early implementation issue. So that takes us through till mid-May with respect to uh, implementation uh, advice and assistance being provided by VHIA on this agreement. So our EBA implementation forum was held today, the 1st of April 2022. Will members be able to access a recording of this forum? Yes, so we'll make a copy of the uh, forum presentation available on Yammer and also on my IR for members to review. Okay, so last month in podcast 218, we discussed the broader implementation guide and today we'll be focusing on a specific area. That's correct. So uh, as mentioned, uh, the focus of today's podcast will be the management and admin classification changes. So starting with grade 1A, can you take us through the changes? Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll share on screen uh, a copy of the agreement that went to vote and uh, talk members through some of those changes. So I'll take members now to page 255 of the proposed agreement that went to ballot uh, and, and it's Schedule 3D, which is the classification structure that deals with the management and admin workers classification. I'll start with some of these new definitions and I'll just work through this essentially, you know, just through the clauses itself. So you can see here that there's a new definition of continuous service and this has been inserted to facilitate uh, people who can bring across recognition of their previous uh, service uh, for the purpose of their classification uh, and their level classification between uh, grades one to grade five. Uh, there's some definitions here around existing and new employees 
essentially it falls as to whether the employee was or not was or wasn't employed within an employer under the agreement as of the commencement date of this new agreement. And there's also an additional year of experience definition, and that's limited to grade 1As. Uh, and this is someone who uh, has to average three shifts or more per week. This will be quite familiar to you. It's very, it's a uh, common nomenclature in other agreements. Um, however, um, if an employee uh, who is a grade 1A doesn't achieve year of experience, uh, the employer will have to complete that additional year to progress from grade 1A to grade uh, to grade 1, uh, which we will talk about shortly. But um, that would be you know, relatively uh, common and familiar nomenclature uh, for, for members in that definition of year of experience. So we move now to grade 1A, and there's two parts to grade 1A. Um, one is for uh, existing employees. Um, so grade 1A that deals with existing employees. You'll see a theme in this agreement where uh, in, when implementing these classification structures for management and admin, it's all uh, assessed as of 1 July 2021. Um, so if an employee has greater than 12 months continuous service as at 1 July 2021 and they're a grade 1A, then they'll automatically translate to grade 1 level 1, which is the equivalent of HS1 in the current structure, effective from 1 July 2021. They then progress within the grade 1 structure each year thereafter, regardless of hours of work per annum or mode of employment. So they'll progress to grade 1 level 2 from the first full pay period on or after 1 July 2022. If the employee had less than 12 months continuous service as at 1 July 2021, they stay classified as a grade 1A, but they translate to the grade 1 level 1 classification from their first anniversary date. Uh, and they translate uh, on the basis uh, of regardless of their hours of work per annum or mode of employment. For new employees, and I'm skipping up to 1.6 and keeping the theme of grade 1A, then I'll go back to existing employees for grades 1 to 5. If you're a new employee, uh, and that means you're, you're new to the sector, and that your classification would not exceed grade 3, your substantive classification, then the employer can classify you as a grade 1A. So that's an opportunity for cost saving for employers, where if you've got a new employee, uh, you can classify them as a grade 1A for their first year of experience as long as their substantive role is no greater than uh, grade 3. Um, we're an employee who is new into, the into, into your employment uh, and they can provide evidence that they've completed a year of experience at another employer. So I'm now looking at uh, 1.6 AB. There is recognition of previous service for the purpose of people progressing through that structure. There'll be more information with respect to that implementation uh, as the weeks come forward. Now moving back to grade one to grade five, and this is back to uh, existing employees. So with respect to grade one to grade five, there is no automatic progression between grades. Uh, there has been the introduction of five levels within each grade. So grades one to grade five now have five levels within them. And those levels capture the wage increases that are apportioned to those classifications over the life of the agreement. Uh, if an employee as at 1 July 2021 who has greater than 12 months continuous service, that person will translate to level two of their respective grade from 1 July 2021, and then progress to that next level of their, uh, the next level of that structure from 1 July each year thereafter. So they'll be 1 July 2021, they'll be grade one, level two. Uh, 1 July this year, they'll be grade one, uh, level, uh, sorry, the grade X, you know, level three, and so on and so forth. Uh, if that employee, though, has less than 12 months continuous service as at 1 July, 
they translate to the level two classification within their respective grade from their first anniversary date. And then it's their anniversary date, regardless of the amount of hours worked per annum or their mode of employment, they progress through that structure accordingly. If they're a new employee to your health service, then there is an opportunity for previous continuous service to be recognised, but it doesn't allow the person to you know, jump ahead. So an employee who leaves Hospital A, uh, let's say they leave Hospital A later this year, they've been working within Hospital A for 10 years as a, as a Grade 1 or a HS1, they can't go across to Hospital B and say that they're now a level five because they have you know five plus years of experience. Um, they can only be classified at the essentially that recognised at the level that they came across from Hospital A. And again, we'll provide greater detail with respect to translation advice on this topic as the weeks come forward. With respect to some of the minor changes, you can see here uh, Grade 1A. Uh, provides uh, a, a refined definition around limited experience in administrative duties. Uh, there's also been some minor changes here in Grade 1 around administrators for Grade 1 now being administrators or operators within the defined activity, and we've separated the work level standards out here. Uh, members would note that um, across the classification structure, you can see here that typical role slash duties are listed as indicative and not exhaustive. So um, these are not you know, exhaustive typical roles and duties here across the structure. They're indicative only, and, and, and we're of the view that most hospitals were applying it on that basis. What I might do now is I might move across to a document that we sh recently shared uh, on Yammer, which is a, uh, a classification uh, table that has the wages, uh, the wage increases for HS1 through to HS5 uh, and uh, to, to facilitate or to show members how people progress. So I might switch screens here for a second. So this was posted on Yammer uh, on the on Monday the 28th of March uh, and it was posted on the, the main page and people will be able to find that on Yammer and, and see that and download it in PDF format. But members can see here um, how a person progresses. So I've highlighted in, in yellow highlight the cells where an employee progresses through the structure. Uh, so you can see here, as someone who is a grade one, level one, which is your existing HS1, um, is currently paid uh, paid here. As of 1 July 21, they'll go to grade one, level two, grade one, level three, 1 July 22, 1 July 23, they're grade four, level four, sorry. And uh, 20, uh, in 2024, they'll be level five. What's here in red is the percentage increases that are afforded to that classification as they move year on year. So you can see that it's uh, relatively consistent with some very minor, uh, you know, within a hundredth of a percent difference uh, here um, across from grade ones through to grade fives. Um, you can see here that grade 1A does not change. That's not an error. It was agreed between the parties that the, uh, grade 1A will remain uh, as it's currently paid at $1,054.60 per week for a full-time employee. That's not going to change. Um, so now moving down, you can see here that we've provided that advice or how someone progresses through the structure right through to grade five, level five. And you can see here that from grade six through to grade 10, there is no levels as mentioned earlier. Um, there is no level structure for grade six through to, to, through to grade five. They experience a flat wage increase of 2% per annum uh, through the life of the agreement. So you can see there that someone would, would translate essentially across in a straight line. Where can members get more information about implementation? So members should soon be able to access the EBA implementation forum recording if they weren't able to attend. 
We recently issued Bulletin 2732 and Salary Circular 801, which contained the implementation guide. And we also provided Podcast 216, which took members through that, that implementation guide. Um, coming up, we have Podcast 220, uh, which is the health and allied classification changes from 1 July last year. So these are backdated classification changes. Then the podcast after that is podcast 222, uh, which is classification changes from 1 July 2022. So they're forward looking classification changes. Uh, and then there's podcast 224, which will be us discussing early implementation issues. And as mentioned earlier, that would take us through to the middle of May. So if members have any questions about implementation, who should they contact? So members are encouraged to inquire uh, by email to query at vhaa.com.au or by telephone on 9861-4000. Great. Thanks for taking us through those changes, Daniel. Thank you, Bri. Thank you.